a lot of things did not exist in the previous years that exist now. Yeah. now. So it's just a matter of time until we reach up there, mm-hmm. which is very One. exciting times, especially now that we're hosting the world of coffee. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode four of a five-part series with Zainab Al-Musawi from To The Moon and Back, or TTMB. I really do like TTMB rather than, I mean, it's not that I don't like To The Moon and Back. It's just the TTMB really sticks and it doesn't do that with most businesses, you know, doing the shorter version. So uh, TTMB, um, now we in this episode, as we talk about what it is like to open a cafe, in this episode, Zainab, we are going to talk about the comparison between cafes in Australia and cafes here in the Emirates. There is a stark difference, but there is some overlap. So why don't we talk about the overlap first? What are, the, what are some of the similarities between them? I think the amount of cafes that are opening, definitely. Yeah. Like if you go to a place yeah. like Melbourne, for example, there are multiple cafes right next yeah. to each other and they're all doing well. Yeah. They all have their customer base and they're all full and people are lining up, which is amazing, which is something that I aspire for here to see soon in the UAE. Inshallah. And uh, the fact that uh, when first coffee business started in the UAE, people were refraining from serving food alongside coffee. Oh, really? I remember I had this discussion. Yeah, I remember I had this discussion with friends of mine in the coffee business, and they were all like, how can you serve coffee? How can you serve? This is specialty coffee. You can't just take the light and the spotlight from coffee. Like, I can't imagine someone eating uh, eggs right in front of a table who was just ordering coffee. I still remember that. And I was wow. like, no, I'm going to have my kitchen because I'm interested in coffee and I'm interested in food as well. And it was a friend upon. It was like, you're not a true specialty coffee. You know, you need to serve only coffee and if anything, just have like bites like cookies and stuff like that that don't smell. And I was like, no, I think it's fine. I came yeah. from Melbourne and everybody's doing that and people want a bite. How much coffee can you drink? You know, it's like people would like to enjoy and people would, because for me, it's not just a space where you sip your coffee. It's not like the, the Italian concept, you know, and like on the bar, you have an espresso and then you just go. Mm. That's a whole different culture. But for me, like comparing it to the Australian culture that I brought with me, again, it's all about that social space where a community exists. People sit and socialize and eat, chill, have multiple cups of coffee, and then have, you know, food in between and can come for breakfast, for brunch, for all-day breakfast kind of thing. That's the culture that I brought with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't welcome. And people told me that I was going to fail. Multiple business owners really? told me that I was going to fail. Yes. Wow. And that was not far from now from today. It was only like six years ago. And wow. now look at everybody, like it's, it's become a thing. Everybody's serving food alongside, like everybody's serving specialty coffee alongside breakfast, alongside brunch. It's it's become a norm, but it's all about not letting people shut you down. And again, comparing like business, you know, Australian cafes to UAE uh, cafes. That overlaps though, right? The point. That's, like that, that's yeah, an yeah, overlap. Yeah. The food and the coffee thing, like it, it, people say, but that's a restaurant. It's not a restaurant. In Australia, there's a very distinct difference between a cafe and a restaurant. Both of them serve food, but one of them serves wine and alcohol with food and the other serves coffee with food. And it's very clear in Australian culture what the difference is between the two things. Yeah, yeah. 
So it took a while for people to accept it. Yeah, and like, hmm. Because, you know, it's like the specialty coffee was new. People were were very precious about it. It's like, this yeah. is a specialty coffee. Nothing should uh, take their uh, spotlight from the, the amazing cup of coffee. So, But yeah, this is a similar thing. So what are some of the differences between the cafes, let's say, in Dubai and the cafes in Melbourne? The community aspect. You want to be able to find that in as much as you can find it in Australia. Yeah. Again, regardless of what's happening, uh, people find cafes here. And uh, this differs from one emirate to the other as well and from one cafe to the other. But you don't really find that community aspect, that that socializing aspect, that mm-hmm. it's okay for someone on this table to chat with someone on that table just because they thought the book cover that they're reading is actually interesting. And it's completely normal to approach that person because you're in a social space. And yep. it's okay. There's, there's, you know, of course there are boundaries, but for such a thing, like it's fine. You would expect someone. I had a lot of people, like a lot of interactions. I made a lot of friends in Melbourne and I'm, I'm so thrilled to see that happening in TTMB. Mm-hmm. But that is missing in a lot of uh, cafes here around the UAE. Uh, people are still viewing a, cof- a cafe space as just cafe space. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to come with my group of friends or like with the one person that I came with. I'm going to do my social interaction just with them. Have my coffee, have my food. And just leave at the end of the day. But no interaction whatsoever with the surrounding areas. Or like, I'm not going to come and bring my book and be open to interacting with strangers. And I don't know if you've noticed, like, I have the communal table for a reason. And that's one thing that I brought with me from Melbourne as well. Forcing people to socialize. (laughs) Being okay with having someone in your space. Uh, Funny coming from an introvert. But, you know, that's, that's a nice thing to have in a cafe that we also lack because... Um, also, I understand, like, you know, because of cultural reasons, maybe it's not acceptable for a lot of people to kind of have that close proximity mm. right next to each other, like strangers, especially like different genders. But, you know, it's like there is an understanding with certain people. Like, I know a lot of girls who got to have friendships um, with other girls, just like sharing a communal table someone who ran uh, ran out of charge. I see those things because I'm at, at TTMB all the time. So someone running out of charge and they forgot their charger at home or like their charger suddenly broke and they don't mind asking the other person or sometimes even the other person notices and then offers help and go like, ah, oh, there you go. Use my charger. It's a compatible one. And then, you know, it's such a sweet thing to observe these things. So I think that is lacking yet in our coffee scene here in the, in the UAE. And I in think, general. I think, there was a time when that was lacking in Australian culture. Like I know as a as an Australian, they, we're a very open culture. We're very kind of, we were all over each other anyway. You know, we, we don't really know boundaries that very well when it comes to socializing. <laughs> we, we talk to each other all the time on the street yeah. and in cafes. But what I'm excited about here is that's go- you're doing the work to shift the culture here. And over time, I see that that's going to happen it's going to have to happen in cafes all over the Emirates because uh, it, 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 it's an, a part of the secret source of success here is when you encourage that kind of community. It's the thing that keeps people coming back to the same cafe rather than once the six-month fad period is over, then they go look for the next mm-hmm. uh, trendy cafe. 
if you do put the effort into creating a culture within the cafe, people keep coming back. They want that to be their place. And I think over time, it's that's definitely going to be something that evolves across the Emirates. It's just that, as you were saying in a previous episode, we're at the beginning, and- even though there's a lot of cafes, we really are at the beginning of establishing the coffee drinking culture here in the Emirates. 100%. I agree. It's surely going to happen. But again, it's a steady growth. A lot of things did not exist in the previous years that exist now. Yeah. now. So it's just a matter of time until we reach up there, mm-hmm. which is very One- exciting times, especially now that we're hosting the World of Coffee. Friends, World of Coffee Dubai is back in 2024. And I am proud to announce that the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward will be the official podcast partner for World of Coffee Dubai for the second year in a row. The Roses Village will be a one of a kind destination for all things coffee. As an exhibitor, introduce your artisanal roasts to an international audience and gain valuable insights from their perspective. Visitors, immerse yourself in the celebratory coffee culture experience by sampling exclusive cups, Poured with passion from cafes worldwide and absorb insights that will elevate your own appreciation of all things coffee. Whether you brew coffee or just love savoring a fine cup, this event gathers the global coffee community under one roof in an amazing city. Join us at World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 at Dubai World Trade Center from the 21st until the 23rd of January. Tickets are available at dubai.worldofcoffee.org or you can contact us on social media for any questions that you might have at mapforward.coffee. Get your tickets now, folks. Come see the podcast being recorded live and we hope to see you in January in Dubai for World of Coffee. But I encourage everybody to go there, whether you're yeah. thinking about owning a business or whether you have a business already and you've been in the industry, it's always thrilling to go and attend such events, especially happening here in the UAE, to help you understand from the perspective of other business owners from across the world. So there is one thing that is different here that the Emirates has over every other um, cafe in Australia, and that is Arabic coffee, which is delicious. So can you help people understand the Arabic coffee side of things? So the Arabic coffee, uh, it differs uh, from, let's say, if I would compare the UAE to Saudi Arabia. Uh, the roasting process is different. And the, the so the UAE coffee is more medium roast <laughs> compared to the Saudi one, which they call it the blonde because yep. it's a very light roast. And it's high in caffeine. And... For them, because the Saudi Saudi is huge, so each uh, state region. in Saudi adds a region uh, adds different spice into their coffee, mm-hmm. and then for us it's just like simple. In the UAE, we only add uh, cardamom and saffron, and some people add cloves here in the UAE, but it's not mm-hmm. very common uh, compared to, for example, in, um, Saudi. They add uh, rose water, they add ginger, they add mm-hmm. all different kind of spices. So the main difference and uh, the main similarity, sorry, in, in Arabic coffee is that we add spices to our coffee. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends told me an, an interesting story that I didn't know. Apparently, like back in the days, the Arabs 
I, I assume everybody knows that Muslims fast during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So during the fasting, because Arabs are really addicted to coffee, because back in the days to the degree that when the nomads would run out of coffee beans, they would roast the uh, pit of the dates right. and then they would crush it and then they would drink it. That's how addicted they are. But anyway, so once they so even during the fasting months, because to avoid dehydration and lack of energy, they would still drink coffee in at night, but they would add spices for it. And apparently that's where the the idea came from. By adding spice, it takes it uh, cancels the caffeine. Oh, element. okay. Okay. Yeah, so it makes it easier for me for you to fall asleep so that you would be energized the next day while still enjoying your cup of coffee. Wow. And then during normal days, they might drink it without spice, which can give you that energy and caffeine boost that you need during the day. It's honestly, it's such a beautiful part of the cult, the coffee drinking culture over here, guys. If you are coming to World of Coffee, it's definitely something that you have to try at as many cafes as you can because it's a, oh, yeah. it's, it's a delicious beverage and uh, it's a different experience, some, a cultural experience that you can't really get and they, it's done fabulously here. So we have one oh, episode definitely. left of the series. We're just going to um, wrap up the whole year with this final episode. So this will be the, the the next episode will be the last episode of the year. So join us for that, folks. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.